You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we are just hanging in the studio today. So much has been going on. I don't know if y'all watched uh, the Oscars. I'm sure everybody heard about the the Will the slap Smith moment. that was heard around the world. For God's sakes, that was so crazy. So I was watching it. You know, I wanted to have like a little Oscar party. You know, we've been talking about this now for like six years, seven I years. Know. I don't even know how many years. So we need to do this. Next I time. used to do it. I used to have. Um, little Oscar get get togethers with my girlfriends and we'd all kind of, you know, it's uh, like the Super Bowl for us. Totally. To do this. Totally cuz we can get to watch the fashions and the hair and the makeup and it's so much fun. I've actually done a couple shows where I got asked to commentate on the fashion stuff. Like yeah. Yeah, I've done like some fashion police stuff like um fun. for E and things like that before in the past. So I always like to kind of stay on top of it and see what everybody's up to and wearing. But I didn't do a little viewing party, even though I wanted to. It kind of snuck up on me this year. I didn't. Yeah, to me, too, because you were texting me about the awards while I was putting Sabbath to sleep. And for a minute, I forgot that they were even on. I was like, oh, that's right. It's today because everything got kind of displaced with COVID. Yeah. So yeah. And and Taylor passed away the day yeah, before. Exactly. So it's it was just a you know, wasn't really something that was in my Yeah, it wasn't yeah. in mine either. And then I went, Oh shit, it's uh Oscar Sunday. Damn. So I called Lisa and I was like what are you doing today? And she goes, uh, I don't know. You want to watch the Oscars? And I was like, yeah, come over. Let's watch the Oscars. So Frankie, me and Lisa got a bunch of food and uh, we decided we were going to watch the Oscars. It was so, at, at first I was like, well, it's kind of like, you know, whatever. It's not that exciting. But then, geez, Louise, that was crazy. I thought they were pretending at first. I thought At first I, I thought it was I'll- like part of the skit. Like I thought they were acting. Uh-huh. But then Chris Rock's reaction where he you could see that he was physically he startled startled uh-huh. and you could see that he was trying to like compose himself and move on with the show and then I went oh no this is not an act this is weird this is crazy you texted me and you're like are you watching this right now and I yeah. was like I got talk about that news break that I talked about on the last episode with the pings i was getting every news feed yeah that i have any notifications was about that and i was thinking to myself it cannot be real and you're like are you watching this and yeah. i said is it real and you're like it is absolutely real yeah it's real i could tell it was real just from chris rock's reaction at first i thought it was a skit and then i was like wait a minute what's happening here this is really weird what a weird thing to witness especially in these times after everything that the world is going through between the pandemic and the riots and the war and so many horrible, horrible things are are happening. And the one time you want to sit down and be entertained and watch something kind of beautiful unfold, you know, you want to watch the beautiful fashion, you want to, you know, see the, see these beautiful movies and you want to see celebra- Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> you want to celebrate art, the art of making movies Bradley again Cooper. and all this stuff. And then something so hideous happens. And it just, I don't know, my, my reaction to it was so 
I was so disgusted. It was just, it really... You absolutely were. I, you know, I didn't see it first. You told me about it first. So I didn't know, but I do, I've met and I know Will Smith a little bit and I know Jada Mm -hmm. um, because Jada had a band called Wicked Wisdom and she toured with OzFest a couple Mm -hmm. of times. They are lovely people. I really like them. So, and, but I love Chris Rock as well. I mean, I just, he cracks me up. I think he's incredible. I've never met him, but I just thought Will is generally such a class act. I, it it was so out of character for him to, to lose his cool like that. But it's, I, I don't even know what to, I don't even know how to, what to say. I mean, it was absolutely out of line. I mean, it just cannot happen. No. um, But I think like what shocked me more than that, more than him losing his cool. Well, I mean, listen, people lose their cool every once in a while. And I get it because you and I are both like very, very, very protective of our families and people that we love. Right. So if anybody says anything, you know, wrong about 100% someone we love, we'd probably eat them. Right. So, you know, like we, we, I, I get that. Like right. he was really just being protective of his wife and whatever she's, you know, she's been suffering through uh, alopecia and, and I get that. But to get physical with another human being, like he could have, there are so many other things he could have done. He could have gotten up. They both could have gotten up and walked out. They, there's things that they could, there's other ways that they could have handled themselves, especially being that they are so in the public eye and they're in such a public forum and with millions of eyes on them at that time, at that moment, to to do something like that and lose control, yeah, and and harm another human being is just repulsive to me. But beside that, taking that away, what really irked me was how he was allowed to just still sit there, enjoy the show. I think everyone receive an award. I know. And then get a standing fucking ovation. That was more repulsive to me than anything because it just seemed so hypocritical. It seemed so elitist. It seemed so entitled. Mm. It was like disgusting. Yeah. It really disgusted me. I was just like, why is he not like being asked to leave? Why why is he now getting a standing ovation? And then the footage afterwards, he's at a club. He's having a party. He's whooping it up. When so many people, it, it stole everybody's thunder. There were so many yeah, um, quest, moments that were just kind of overlooked. Got that award right afterward. Yeah. And it's like such a, an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. And it was overshadowed. I mean, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about the fashion, but the fashion, yeah. this is this is the one year that all those all those years of like the whole year of figuring out what you're wearing and the makeup artist and the yeah. hair person and none of it mattered no one cares that Zendaya like made your jaw hit the floor yeah you know an hour earlier it was just yeah it all was erased by that yeah it was just it was really I mean I was sad display I was beside myself when Kanye pulled the mic from Taylor Swift all those years ago right remember that he didn't hit her but he was he may as well have assaulted her yeah yeah and it tainted the awards for me then. Yeah. This was on an, another level, you yeah. know? So I I don't even know what to say about it other than I'm... And and what, what, what about the fact that, okay, 
you know, you're a comedian, you're hired to come and, you know, kind of do your, you know, routine in front of these people who, you know, everybody, you know, everyone in that room. I was a little pissed at the Academy for that, though, because you had these three incredible women. Right hosting why did they have to have chris too like why did they have to do that what those women were rolling they were doing great he did not need to be there but that that has nothing to do with what unfolded but it still felt like a little kick in the ass to these three women because uh you know they might not be funny enough to get through the whole show so like let's throw chris rock in there to mix it up a little bit i don't I, know i, I, I don't I kind mind of thought that. that was bullshit but I, I didn't mind that part of it because you know it, it's entertainment so you have to have you know different people on the stage that's okay w- with me but but the thing is it's it, it's it's hard to be a committee a comedian this day and age everything you say is is is, is scrutinized it, it's it's difficult enough nowadays because you know people are sensitive there are a lot of things going on so a room full of privileged people should be able to take a little bit of a roast, you know, here and there. I mean, when Zach did his, when they had that roast of Zach, yeah. um, Zach was the first artist to do that roast for the proceeds went to Music Cares. I can't tell you the amount of people that were on the dais that were traumatized by the jokes. Yeah. And Zach was like, that's what it is. This is what you sign up for. You're in, yeah. like you're going to the Academy Awards. You know, it might not be Ricky Gervais this time around, yeah. but you know you're going to get your ass kicked by Amy yeah. Schumer and, and yeah. you know, Wanda Sykes. I mean, yeah, you know. no one is safe no. in that forum. Yeah. But by the same token, and and they were taking punches from very early on in the show. Yeah. But you know what? It's what it, it's part of being in the public eye and it is. comedians just doing what they do. Like, yeah. you know, I know so many people that boycotted SNL during Trump's tenure because they were like, oh, all they do is pick on him, blah, 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 blah. It's like every president. Everyone, yeah, everybody gets roasted. Ev- they've been for the beginning of, I mean, yeah. that's part of the whole yeah. thing. You yeah, know? it's just, it, it's just, uh, there was so many other ways he could have handled that and i so wish he would have been the the class act that he usually is Mm -hmm. and said nothing until he won and then got up there and made the speech and just did it passive aggressively he could have nailed him in the speech you know he could have he could have gotten up there and said something like oh hey thanks for that yeah yeah she you know my wife is struggling with alopecia so that's really cool of you to point that out you know, there are, there could have been a clever And then he way. would have been a hero. Yeah, yeah it's totally. Just, it's just such a bummer. Totally. It was a major bummer. But going back to the more important things, which the is fashion. the fashion. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Zoe Kravitz. Uh, she is. I mean. Her whole look. She is just stunning. She's gorgeous. Right. Did she had her, her Oscar look where she just looked incredible. Like exactly the like Audrey Hepburn. Oh, beautiful. But then her after party look when she went to I think it was the Vanity Fair party. Uh-huh. Oh, she looked even more stunning. I think that too. everybody's Vanity Fair look or their after party look was better than their red carpet look. Oh my God, Jessica Chastain took my breath away. That was stunning. The Gucci, Gucci. oh, amazing, stunning. I didn't, there wasn't a lot that knocked me out on the carpet except for Zoe. 
Jessica Chastain's and Daya, who always yeah. just yeah. I mean, she's just you can't go wrong. I mean, she's I mean, just, just she's young, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, but but she just has. I mean, you, she has everyone has taste. to give her props. Yeah, she can take what would just look ordinary on anybody else yeah. and make it look extraordinary. She's yeah. incredible. Yeah, she. But really none is. of the other fashion really knocked me out. Some of it I really couldn't stand. But it was a lot of Windsor fashions look for me. Yeah, yeah, it, of, yeah. Some of it, it kind of looked very like prom. Cheap, yeah, garbage. Yeah. Um, I, there weren't many people that knocked me out except yeah. for the three that we just talked about. Yeah, for me, it was all was about those else. three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jessica Chastain. Oh, and and then Timothy Chalamet. In oh, his, I, I mean, mean, he's. <clears throat> I oh actually God. think the men looked yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved what Timothy Timothy Chalamet uh, looked like and how he showed up. He looked incredible. What did you think of the Kirsten Stewart tuxedo with the hot pants? I loved it. I, I loved it. I fucking hated it. You I hated thought, it? I loved I it. Thought I thought that was amazing. insulting to the Oscars. <laughs> I, hey, I love hot pants and she has gorgeous legs and I think she's extraordinary. But I thought it was so tasteless yeah i really did i just thought that would have been great I for get the that. after party it, yeah it, i get that it's not it very just, oscar worthy no however grammys maybe yeah uh, however Golden globes not the oscars Come i on. i agree with you on that like i felt like wow that's not a, a very oscar look however she is so beautiful she is absolutely <clears throat> and Her i love is what silly. i love about her is that she snubs tradition and does what she wants and that's what I commend is the fact that she showed up in what she wanted to wear is good enough for me and because she looked amazing I mean she looked great yeah, I thought she looked incredible I her I, legs oh my god Barb, I, she's so I, beautiful I, yeah no I, I I just thought it was inappropriate for the Oscars. And but itchy. would you rather just see another boring fucking prom dress walk I'd down that red carpet? I'd rather see her with tuxedo pants on with the rest of her. I thought from the waist up, nah, she killed it. I loved it. I thought I, she, I, I loved I it because it, it was showed her personality and it showed her individualism. So I was I was good for it. I, I was like, yeah, well, I, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't do it for me. I didn't yeah. like it at all. I, yeah, I, don't know. I love her. And I loved her looks afterward. I thought uh -huh. were... You know, I thought everybody afterward was just, oh my God. Yeah. Some of the some of the Vanity Fair looks were blew away anything that I saw on the red carpet. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it, for me in particular, it was uh, Zoe. Kravitz. And what did you think about our girl who we usually just think is the greatest, uh, Billie Eilish? What did you think of that monstrosity? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much that's what I thought too. I mean, come you know, on, she now. is it was a such... bolt of fabric. Yeah, she's so, too her much fabric got off of the. That yeah, did too not much make fabric. A statement. No, it was too much fabric for me. Uh, she is a beautiful oh, young girl. She's so gorgeous, and, and I would so love to get my hands on her. I would love to style her because she is. She's so beautiful, and I get her whole vibe. I get that she doesn't really, you know, like to show off her figure, and I, I get that she's, it's not about, she's not about that. Right. I, I get it. Right. But in the same token, I would love to see her in something a little, a little bit more fitting. She's young, right? You know, and I felt like that was a little too old for her, and it was way too much fabric. She got lost in it. Uh, she was absolutely swallowed in that dress. She was, but what a talent. Oh, her and her brother. They're fabulous. And they're I love so her brother that he, you know, totally gave it props to his mom. It was yeah. all about his mom yeah. for him. And I thought that was just beautiful. Yeah. 
but that dress, I was like, Gucci should be ashamed because yeah. that was just. Yeah, I mean, it was catastrophic. You, they could have taken six, eight feet off of it, and it still would have been voluminous. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it might have had a. I mean, it was just terrible. It was like they just wrapped the bolt. Of she could have hidden her. a village under that dress. Holy it was cow. huge. She could have made pants for Kirsten Stewart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who are we? I mean, I well, don't know. I mean, you're a stylist, so you have a right to I comment. I am not a stylist. But but I, yeah. um, you know, that that to me is always the most important, the, the, the special part of the show is the fashion and it, yeah. it all got overshadowed. Yeah, it um, really did. And there were some fabulous performances and I again this year didn't see any of the movies. Mm-hmm. I u- usually was always my goal. I didn't see any of the films. I didn't either. I I, I saw Power of the Dog, which was really strange. I don't, I don't know what I thought of it. It was kind of underwhelming. It was. I kept waiting for something to happen. Anything? Oh, interesting. Anything? But nothing really happened. Yeah, it was I just didn't like see this, any of it. It was like a slow crawl all the way to the end, and then it just ended. And I was like, oh. Oh, I must have missed whatever the meaning of that was. It, <laughs> it, it must have been some kind of uh, hidden message that I, I'm really good at missing most of the time. What were the other films that were? Dune. I, yeah, I didn't really see that. I kind of saw a little bit of it and moved away from it. And then Coda. Yeah, I didn't see that either. <laughs> I didn't see any of them. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. But you know... A, a licorice pizza licorice pizza i saw and that was uh a nominated and the Haim girls uh that was interesting uh, actually her too she i didn't wore... even see the the james bond movie that they won for billy eilish one for oh the, i did see that and i loved that that was really fun i remember fun. you talking about yeah, that yeah yeah i did see that i love that you know what i've been doing though i have been binging all these like kind of uh these documentaries i love documentaries uh, Zach did you does see... too it's a one thing that we both get swallowed up and watch and have love. you watched the dropout yet i've been watching that no. really interesting it is about it, it's the elizabeth holmes uh, uh story where she oh. uh, claimed to have invent a new way f- uh, for blood work for blood tests right with uh, one prick of the finger and she ended up raising you know billions of dollars and it was all a scam it was all just so Amazing. unbelievable yeah no i love incredible check that out it, it, and that one's actually a docu-series amanda siegfried plays her oh i love her unrecognizable as her love and her. she does an incredible job because her voice is, is interesting how she develops this voice so that that that's been really interesting and i've also watched reinvent uh, inventing anna which was also oh, yeah. really interesting it, it, you told me to watch that and i haven't yet yeah that one was really interesting and i forgot what it got other me one sucked into watching. that that dating uh the freaking married um, at first sight or no, blind mari- yeah uh, love, love is, is blind, blind. <laughs> oh my god what did you do to me I'm like in the middle of season two and I'm <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, these people. I just hope the ones that I'm rooting for stay together. But Do you know? Oh. Do you know? This is so interesting to me. Because Gilby was like, how do they find these people to agree to do this kind of experiment? Because it really is like a social experiment. You take these people that have never met each other before, know nothing about the person they're about to marry. They're just going with blind faith and with faith in these experts that they're yes. going to choose them, their perfect uh, soulmate. 
And they agree to walk down the aisle and marry whoever is, happens to be standing at the end of the aisle. Gilby's like, how do they find these people to agree to do this show? So I was watching, they have a spinoff show called Married at First Sight Cast-Offs or, or oh, the people that didn't make the actual what? show. I'm never going to be leaving my house. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> but... They, so they, they have 75,000 people that applied to do the show. Get the heck out of here. They found 75,000 people that wanted to do the show. Oh it's incredible, my. right? Incredible. Amazing. Yeah. So the other show I watched, which is kind of close to that, but it, it's called, it takes place in Australia and it's called... Single Wives. It's called The Single Wives. That's what it's called. The Single Wives. And I really, I, kids, don't get, I watch this stuff so I can help y'all out here. <laughs> I watch this so that I have something to maybe contribute. Oh my um, God. It's research. It's all research. And it's mindless entertainment. So it's called The Single Wives. And it's it's about these four women. They take four women that have all been married. Either they're divorced because one of them's divorced because her husband cheated on her. Kind of strange. She said he cheated on her emotionally. Oh, I guess that's the over the computer. Yeah. Connecting with someone. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Would you leave Zach over that? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't think I, I would love for him to talk to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Barb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, is that really cheating? I mean, that's just, you know, uh, I don't know. But I think our husbands would get upset if we were doing it. But they would surely have an excuse for why they were doing it, right? <laughs> if Zach ever spoke to another woman for any length of time, I'd be so dumbfounded. I'd be like, wow, and she listens to you and she wants to talk to you for six, seven hours. <laughs> Knock yourself out, lady. Uh, um, okay, how did you find the show? And what? please tell me what... How, okay, so wait. <laughs> so so the, I don't know how I find these shows. Somehow I find them, but they find me. I think it's probably like suggested to me because of the, you know, how you're always getting your Instagram suggestions because they Instagram knows your I'm, algorithms. I can these, even imagine what yours are. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they have four women on. The one woman left her husband because he uh, cheated on her emotionally, oh. not physically. But uh, another woman was widowed at a young age. Um, and a couple of the other women, I don't even remember why why they got divorced, but it didn't work out for them. So they go and they put them in this house and they have a relationship expert with them. This guy, he's a young guy, he's like in his 30s. His name is Matthew Hasse. And he's on Instagram. He's a relationship expert. And he's like in his 30s. I'm like, how is he a relationship expert? He's in his 30s. You True. Know? But he gives some really good advice to these women. And um, he, they all live together. And he comes and he kind of coaches them through dating again and getting themselves back out there. It's actually a, a, quite an interesting show. Yeah. And they date all these, he puts these different guys together, gets them to, you know, date. And a lot of them are like, you know, well, what do I do? I, I, you know, I go on these apps, on these dating apps, and then I get, you know, I start conversations with these guys and then I get ghosted. And mm. you hear about that happening a lot, yeah. that guys talk to you and then they just ghost you after a while and you just don't know why. 
but it's really hard for people to date these days and I meet even. other people. Yeah. And so what I thought was interesting about this show is he said, this expert, Matthew, he said, there are, you know, billions of people out there in this world. And you pass by people every day as you walk around, you go to the grocery store, you run into Starbucks, you get gas, you, you know, pump gas in your car, you know, you go out, you do things and millions of people pass you by every day that you either see and you kind of go, oh, that person's attractive, but you keep walking. Right. And so what he was saying is you have to be able to make conversations, make eye contact, try and meet people. You have to try and meet people. If, if, if the dating app is not your thing, then try to meet people physically while you're out. Okay. And you see someone you like, make eye contact, smile at them, try to strike up a conversation. And so he challenged these women because a lot of women have been kind of conditioned their whole lives that you don't approach men. Men need to approach right. you. Otherwise, it looks too forward or, you know, there's all these rules, society rules for 100% for women yeah. and for men, because there are men out there that are shy or that have been shot down so many times. They don't want rejection either. Right. They're also tired of it. And, you know, so I think both men and women have difficulty, you know, nowadays meeting people and dating because it is all about, you know, the apps. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people that have just kind of given up. Mm. A lot of people. So I thought I'd watch this and see if it had any kind of, you know, tips. <laughs> and what did you learn, Daniela? <laughs> well, I mean... I'm a married woman and I talk to anybody, but <laughs> you know me. You are very social, actually. I am. I'm very social. Yeah. And I'm very also very curious about other people and very interested in other people's stories. So right. I talk to people a lot because I want to hear what's going on with them. And I'm always like, I, I always thought like, if I could have a superpower, I'd want to be invisible because I'm, I, I'm you very voyeuristic. And, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear what's going on at the people's houses. I always walk by people's houses and I look and I try to peek and see what's what are they doing? Are they eating right now? Are You're they like my watching husband. TV? He's Mrs. Kravitz. <laughs> I, I am. I. You'd be a good bartender. I was the worst yeah. bartender because I didn't want to know. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to talk to. I just wasn't, that just wasn't me. It's a, I love hearing other people's stories. I love hearing what everybody else is doing too. I always, I also, I think I have FOMO. I always like feel like I'm missing out on something. So I want to know like what's going on, what's happening, what's going on. But one of the tips that I thought was interesting was he said, you know, there's just so many people that you confront all day long that are, that come walk right by you. Look around, open your eyes and look. Look at somebody and and see if there's any kind of connection and right. maybe you could, you know, strike up a conversation. And if that's not for you and you do want to date on apps, if that's like where you, you kind of want to meet people, then um, he was saying that a lot of people will go through the apps and just kind of swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe and swipe because they're not interested in anybody because nobody strikes their fancy. But you really have to keep an open mind because people that normally you wouldn't think are attractive in, in, in an app or aren't, you're not attracted to right. in an app because you're just seeing a flat picture of them. And listen, a lot of people don't know how to take good pictures of themselves. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> 
a lot of people are more dynamic in person and they have power in person and they have charisma in person Uh or a sense of humor that you wouldn't get. And a lot of people don't know how to present themselves properly on these apps. So he was saying that you really have to keep a more open mind right. and, and, and look at the, at the photo and, and think, well, what do I have? Uh, what is interesting about that person? Yeah, maybe he's not your type, but maybe he does something interesting or maybe, you, you know, you just have to kind of broaden your mind and open yourself up a little bit more to meeting people because I think meeting people in person versus just seeing pictures of them, they're can offer you so much more. Without a doubt. You know, you can, I mean, like, look at like... And it could work the other way too. You could see someone that you think in a photo is just everything mm-hmm. and then meet them and, and, you, and they're, absolutely, they're a blank sheet of paper. Yeah. They're, you just don't have that. They're connection. absolutely vapid. Yeah. yeah. But like, like, for instance, like to me, like Tony Soprano, if you had seen a picture of him in an app, you would have never stopped and looked at him twice. Right. You know, you would just pass him on by. But if you met him in person that power that that charisma right y- y- you would be like oh yeah hey he's hot you know <laughs> you know there's- i i would probably not with him for me but there are other but, but you know what without i mean a doubt that's you know, a great example I, i'm just using him as an example no, absolutely but like y- you would you wouldn't you wouldn't give someone like him a second look but when you hear him speak yeah you know i i think people need to just broaden their horizons a little bit and that's I think that's great. That's just what I... Very good advice, dear Daniela. You're very welcome. (laughs) But, you know, I just feel... When I need to date somebody and I need to... I'm going to come to you for advice. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's one of those things. I I see so many people, especially in our stature, that are in their, you know, late 40s, 50s, that have completely given up. They just... They've given up. They're like, you know what? I'm alone. I'm going to be alone. I'm not going to date anymore. I, I I don't want to put myself out there. It's too much rejection. Yeah. It's too much of a letdown. It's too depressing. There's nobody out there for me. I'm not even going to try anymore. That's it. I'm done. And I just feel like, you know, you're missing out. There's what, like 7 billion people out there in the world. I don't even know how many people, how many billions of people there are, Right. but there's billions of people out there. Open yourself up a little bit. Put yourself back out there a little bit. Just try. Well, I guess it's hard when you have like, you know, adult toys and they don't talk. They don't <laughs> require anything from you. And, you know, you got your dog and you're in your house. I mean, yeah. I could see where people are like. But an adult toy doesn't come up from behind you and hug you or hold hey, you. Yeah, or, yeah. No, hey, I'm, I'm married you know, for 155 years, so yeah. I get it. But yeah. I'm just saying. I could see the appeal yeah. of saying, I'm done with that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm good. My mom's like that. My mom's like, she has... She's something else. Yeah. She's got... All, my mom's got like three men hounding her all the time. <laughs> and she's like, my mom, you know, okay. So I always get like Jewish guilt with my mom because my mom's always like... You know, I'm here all the time by myself. No one comes to see me. I could be dead and nobody would even know. And I'm like, mom, you don't have to be alone. You could, you know, you have all these guys that want to date you and want to be with you. One of them keeps telling her he wants her to move in with him. Another one wants to come move in with her. And she doesn't want it. She said, you know what? I like being alone. I like my space. I don't want anybody snoring and making old man noises and telling me what to do at my age. I like my freedom. I like being alone. Okay, that I get. I get it. I get it. That I get. 
That's my mom. No, when it's good, there's nothing like it. So I completely understand where you're coming from because it you shouldn't just give up. Yeah. But then again, sometimes it all just, there is something to be said for when things just happen mm-hmm. and you're not looking and you're not, you know, being really aggressive and it just happens naturally. There's something great about that too. But I think you're right. I think that people should let others in a little bit more yeah. and, and everybody has something that makes them special. Right. You know? And, and, and by the way, just as a side note, in case you're wondering what happened with that show and those four women, they all met men, several men. They went out with them. A couple of them started relationships. None of them worked out. <laughs> However, <laughs> none of them worked out. But don't, don't, don't get discouraged. <laughs> what it did do is it gave all these women the confidence to go back out there. They realized that they could go back out there yeah, and that the they could. is for another season of the show. <laughs> Exactly. But hey, what are you going to do? Anyways. Oh, that's funny. That's my story for today. There's no, there's no happy ending than that one. No happy ending. Well, maybe there were some happy endings, but <laughs> happy oh, endings. I'm dying. That yeah. is very funny. Yeah. Anyways, you got a bar and bag of chips? Is it time for that now? Yep. Okay. Cool. I do. I have, uh, and actually, I have a present for you, and it's, you know. You great. are a present, Barb. Okay. You so. are the gift that keeps giving. That quickie can. <laughs> Oh, wow. What a perfect, perfect segue into our this Barb's is, Bag of yes. Tricks. And for all people that know me, this is there is nothing better that you could you could name something that piques my interest. The quickie it's kit. I love it already. All natural and organic. Better sex starts here. So this was another Instagram where I'm on somebody's list. Do you prefer and quickies or do you prefer uh, a long uh, session? We've had this talk before. Very long is just no. Um, <laughs> what is too uh, long? Way beyond. So whenever orgasms happen, that's good for that's me. That's enough. I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm done. You're done. Let's, you know, yeah. watch TV or go get coffee or a drink or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but it depends too on where. Uh-huh. Because if I'm not home and, it, yeah. you know, we always talk about, you know, vacation sex is a whole different thing so i mean i don't know yeah but if if everybody's happy yeah that's knock yourself out Mm -hmm. that's great yeah what is this quickie kit (laughs) meet your new bedroom essentials amazing it's by this company called fori f-o-r-i and it it's got a v at the end the intimacy kit which is basically a little sample of each of their different products they all are CBD infused. The one is a sex oil. It's got 50 milligrams of CBD. And this one is more of just like a, we're on a mission to support well-being and pleasure for all with an unwavering commitment to 100% natural and plant-based ingredients. So this one is... God bless these people. <laughs> this one is... And a, their mission. <laughs> <laughs> this one is a topical and it's for men and women. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to like, you know, increase Libido? arousal. Yeah. It's a 
a lubricant, but it has CBD in it. So it's a little bit active. Did you um, ever try that? Um, the, what was it? The pink pussy pill that you... I still haven't, but you know, it might be in my future for New York. So we'll oh, see. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I haven't had five minutes away from my family. Um, with Zach. <laughs> and then there, <laughs> this one is interesting. This is a suppository. How do we have these conversations, Barb? <laughs> and how do I say that to you? Have you tried your pink pussy pill? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm telling you about suppositories. <laughs> <laughs> this, Wait, what is happening? This what is happening right uh, now? Could be used for you or your significant other. It suppository. Be, does that go up your which hole does either, that go up? Either one. Just oh. not your mouth. Just don't oh, adjust okay. it. So it but it goes uh, up one of those. Yeah, so you okay. can use it or your significant other can use it. Oh. And it's supposed to just like, you know, make things happen there. Um, oh, for either, for man or woman. Yes, it's a suppository. So there's, you know, places that Very are... Very interesting. I get, you know, I guess it's equal opportunity. And then <laughs> the one that in the intimacy kit, the quickie kit that I've tried, which I think is fabulous, is the arousal oil. Uh-huh. And this one is another topical, external... Yeah. tingly um, situation. Yeah, yeah, and this one's got... It's kind of like a... It does have some things that would be that would create heat. And I was a little apprehensive, but it didn't really do that because it has cinnamon oil. Cinnamon is the key. That's why you're tingling. Yeah. But it didn't, I've tried some of those other ones that are like supposed to make you hot. Yeah. Not for me. It's kind of like getting soap in that area and it's just Yeah, no, not cute. This isn't like that. (laughs) Um, Although it does have those, it does have those oils in it. But Uh again, the CBD in there. And I have to say, I really like these products. I didn't get any irritations or, you know, you have to be careful to what you're, you know. Sticking um, up there. this is for you. Wow. Thank you very much, Barb. (laughs) The gift that keeps giving. Oh, my. I'm really very curious about this. Yeah, it's it's actually really great. The packaging is really, I mean, people have really stepped up their game. And it wasn't extremely expensive um, for the kit. Better sex starts uh, here. Let me see if I have it on the, I think it was like, Mm, I don't want to misquote, but it wasn't it wasn't super expensive, and it gives you a sample of of their best selling products. So mm-hmm. um, I I think it's the way to go and to, to try it. And I recommend and and, it. and you dare to question my algorithms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the ones that are supposed to be like watching it. I get the ones that are supposed to be using it and to yeah. to the, the action. Yeah, um, look at us. We balance each other out. And then this is kind of boring after that, but um. So I got this for you. I have one for me and I've used it many times and I love it. So if you're a total spaz like I am and like when you go to put mascara on, you get it everywhere but your eyelashes or any makeup anywhere. Neutrogena has come out with this new makeup remover eraser stick. Oh, that is so clever. It's so fabulous. It's like like an oil and it's a pencil. So it's really easy to use and it will remove anything that you don't want like when you're done with your makeup and you see you have you know missed a few places or you got yeah. makeup somewhere it takes it off but it doesn't oh that's amazing it is so good it's clear i need this so badly because you know how much eyeshadow i wear and i always like i mean i, I don't know if this happens to you but because you don't really wear that much makeup but i do and when i wake up some days i wake up and i can do my eye makeup like a champ 
Like it just I've looks witnessed, incredible. I've <clears throat> witnessed you do it in a hotel room with a compact. <laughs> and I'm like, how does she do that? And then there are other days where I just get it all wrong and the shape is wonky. And then I'm taking fighting with q-tips and eye makeup remover and this, trying to fix it this is brilliant it's so great Genius. and it's, it's it's literally like a pencil like yeah a, a, and it's so it erases everything genius and, and you it's know how you were complaining so just, and saying like some makeup that you don't like because it tugs yeah or when you remove it tugs yeah. this glides because it's got like a i don't know if it's an oil or it's almost like a bomb yeah but it it, it's magic. Wow. So Neutrogena so knocked it out of the park good. with this. How awesome. Yeah. You know, speaking of uh, mascara that leaves marks all over the place, I just tried. I went to um, MAC, invited Frankie, because, you know, Frankie uh, collaborates with MAC. Yes. So they invited Frankie for a, a launch of their new product, which is this new mascara called the Stackable. I saw the ad for it, but I didn't understand the whole so thing. So Frankie invited me to go with her, which is very funny to begin with. It, it was hilarious so, so having cute. your daughter invite you to an event where usually I take her. So I went with her and they gave a bunch of demos. And basically this new mascara, you can just stack and stack oh, and stack so and stack. that's the stackable. And it doesn't, it doesn't like clump. And it doesn't flake. It just, you can just Love continue that. to keep stacking it. And you can give yourself these total like 60s oh, twiggy look that. and or the Tammy Faye look. It's <laughs> a look. It's a look. But you can do all these like really cool looks with it and just keep stacking and you can just keep going. I love So it's cool. really cool. You look like you have false eyelashes and it's great for the, it has like a special, special ball at the end of the brush for your Lower bottom lashes. lashes. Ooh. Yeah. So that you don't get it all over the place. I love that. Um, but you can continue just building, building, building. And it, it, it's really an incredible new product. I really like it a lot. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out yeah. because I love that. It's incredible. I'm not wearing any mascara today so don't judge but when I do want to wear mascara when I go out at night because I don't usually wear mascara during yeah, the day you don't really because it bothers me because I have contacts oh right so I don't like wearing a lot of mascara during the day but at night I'll suffer through it because yeah. I want my eyes to pop at night of course but it's great because it's really really stackable so this is awesome oh it's so great wait till you try this you're gonna yeah. be like I can't even believe why is it taking this long to have this, you know, product. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Who? Did, how come no one thought of this before? I wish I, I would have thought of it. It doesn't tug. It just glides. Awesome. It takes it off. And it doesn't like make you red there or leave a white spot. It's yeah. awesome. That is incredible. Thank you, Barb. Yeah. Well, I guess that does it That's for it. our bag of tricks and for this episode of um, Honest AF. And I'm really going to try and work with Phil, hopefully, for everybody so that you could start shopping our Instagram. That uh, would be amazing. Our, our, I mean, our, our podcast. So yeah. when you go through the descriptions at the end, there should be a link mm -hmm. and take you to each product so that you'll be able to shop our our shows. Yeah. So we're going to work on that, but I, I think we'll, I think we'll be able to get it going. Yeah. I think that would be awesome and make it a lot easier for everyone. Yeah. All right, kids. Well, that does it for this episode of Honest AF. If you have any products that you want us to uh, check out or topics that you want us to talk about, hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. HonestAFShow.com is our website. Until next time, take Bye, care of yourselves. Bye. Ciao. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. 
We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too. <laughs>